Wimbenyama versus Holmgren. The fate of the NBA hangs in the balance. If successful, the league could become a collection of gangly seven-footers shooting sub-30% from beyond the arc. A crippling American infrastructure system could also be harmed as parents try to recreate the next Wimbenyama, causing the average American hike to skyrocket. You fan Levitardians, we are back. The fastest growing Dan Levitard Show fan YouTube channel is here. It's Nasty Nate with Cousin B. How we doing, Cousin you. B? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, sir? You know, I am I'm fabulous because Mike Ryan has been proven correct. His take has been proved solid sir because tall apocalypse was avoided chet holmgren versus victor wimbenyama big old dud mike ryan congratulations take a victory lap america is safe for now but lovers of this true game of basketball need to stay vigilant brian do they they do look when Mike first started this take, I was like, okay, it's another one of Mike's bits. But again, as he started to flesh it out, like I realized this take, it's genius. I love his Victor Wimbenyama take. I think it puts him on a unique island. And I think it can be something that can really shape and define his career being this, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Thorn in the side of Victor Wimbenyama this adversary to him that so many people have just handed him things. You cannot just hand Victor Wimbenyama things. This dude has been handed so many things just because he's tall. I mean, actually, if you think about it, he's probably had less handed to him than your average person because he's so tall that he's just been able to reach up and grab things. And he's probably asked for things to be handed him less than other people. But that's beside the point. America has been saved. Tall apocalypse again avoided why why do you th so are you saying that last night's performance or two nights ago whenever you listen to this their their rookie face-to-face -face regular season debacle was unsuccessful why just it was terrible basketball it was a terrible game that wasn't even close played on a terrible court which i guess we'll get to that later um and both of them stunk. They both shot less than Victor was a offer from three. Chet made one, and their combined like field goal percentage was below thirty percent. And I think each of them scored like ten or fewer points. I think Chet had so, nine, so, and Wimby had eight. So what we're doing is we're using that bad head-to-head -head performance and extrapolating their potential or lack thereof. Well, it's just what. Tall apocalypse has been staved off for now. If these two lit it up, like that would have ramifications in the league 
for decades to come. What okay. what Mike is trying to protect the game from with his Victor Wimbenyama take is that people try to emulate him. And right now, what people aren't saying about him is it's not good basketball. It's this big, skinny seven footer who's soft, by the way, getting pushed around. You're seven foot four. You can't average all these rebounds. You eight or nine is how many he's averaging a game. It's not good basketball. He's shooting all these threes below 30%. So he's protecting the game of basketball. And it would just, the storm would continue to build that could ultimately lead to basketball's undoing, making it an unwatchable sport of just watching all these seven footers shoot up threes. Cause you know, just like people replicated Steph Curry, everyone's going to try to replicate Wimbanyama and everyone's going to try to become seven foot four, just like he is, Brian. But anyway, I just have been no, loving no, that. No, 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 it ain't no anyway. And, you know, put it in perspective. You know who else went over? Over two from three-point range in their rookie debut against their head-to-head arch-rival? Who? LeBron James. I pulled he also, a deep one he, there. He, he also only put up seven points and went 3-4-11 from the field in his head-to-head debut against his then-arch-rival, Carmelo Anthony who also had a pretty lackluster game, only going 14 points, six for 17, and one for two from three. So I get what you're saying, but this is, listen, this isn't even the Sunday kickoff song that's preparing you for what we're about to see for these two guys going head-to-head. The game hasn't even started in terms of what they got coming. Listen, don't count your don't count your blesses and don't count your eggs before they hatch. Next time they go up against each other, I promise you, I promise you, both of them twenty five points plus and excellent from the field. Mm, I doubt that. I don't. I don't think so. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna just doubt that, and we're gonna move on, Brian, because that's Book something it. I've been. That's something I've been loving about this show. What's something you've been loving about the Levitard show lately? Um. I like the uh, emphasis on getting these grid of punishment deaths out. Grid of punishment deaths? Grid of death punishments out. There you go. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whether it's Billy's handling, I don't know if he has his hand in it or not, speaking of hands, but (laughs) it's getting to the point where they're not even making announcements because in past seasons, they since these punishments were so far in between, they had to announce. And then on next yeah. Friday, this person is going to be doing this and da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Now they just show up. You show up and there's mayonnaise. You show up and yeah. you got Jeremy talking like he's from New York and he's trying to find work as an actor. Forget you got, about it. Like it's, it's, I, I'm enjoying the seriousness because last season, we all know us on this show, we took it very serious. So it's good to see that the show's getting right on the right path and, making sure they're honoring their uh, promotional agenda when it comes to their KFC fine bucket. Fine bucket? No. Def- yeah. Bucket of death. You know what the hell I mean. Yeah, I, I, I feel you, Brian. <laughs> and I agree with you. Like, I've been really pleased with the grid of death because, like you said last year, we did the grid of Moss, which I don't know, maybe we'll never return again. Who knows? Probably never. Never say never, though, as they say. I don't know. But they're doing a much better job with the grid of death punishments. I feel like we're getting multiple punishments a week. So like you said in the past, you know, there was this big announcement when a punishment was done. Now, like they're just happening. I think maybe the one thing that's missing. And I know I bet if you were to just reach out to say like grid of death on Twitter and ask him, he's, he's got the running tally mark is like how many punishments do people have? But 
all that honestly from a listener perspective i don't know if it's needed i just need like regular payoffs from that debt i don't think i need to know the exact number of debts owed and feel like i need to know that everyone is paying off their things but i will say this brian there is one chris whittingham this dude comes back on the show brian and he hasn't been in a tub and i'm going to say this directly to chris whittingham chris whittingham stay off the levitard show until you get your butt in a bathtub I loved hearing your voice. All right. We all miss you, but I don't want to hear it again until you're, it's from a bathtub. All right. So it's sudsy. Yeah. A real sudsy one. That's right, Brian. We got to get a ton of suds up in this tub. So Whittingham, don't you dare come back on the Levitard show unless it's from a tub and that you, you heard that from the fan Levitard show. Also, I don't care about how many are needed to be paid off. Just make it so that if some are needed to be upheld, not one episode goes by where someone isn't doing one. So they all don't have to do them all at the same time, right? But every episode, there should be somebody paying off a grid of death punishment because guess what? Y'all all got them. Y'all all got them. All got them. That's right, Brian. I agree with you. And speaking of things making a comeback... Ladies and gentlemen, the club has finally In made a the comeback. Although if you follow uh, us closely, you knew that for about eight glorious weeks in the summer, I brought that bad boy back. I I I ponied up for Twitter Blue mm. and brought that club back. And let me tell you, it's a it was a lot of work to do it the way I did it, but it was also a lot of fun. I felt like I appreciated the show a lot more. And the club is back. It's back. And I've I've really been enjoying it. Um, although I you know I jumped on it that first week it was back. The second week it actually Sunday night rolled around and I was like, wait a second. I was just scrolling through YouTube and I saw the club and I hadn't even clicked it. So maybe because you know, Brian, if me, nasty Nate, the most diehard of diehards. The most Staniest Stan of the Levitard show can forget about the club until a Sunday. Maybe just on Friday, like whatever is like, if you can plan this out accordingly, just whatever is going to be that last thing in that main Friday feed that people are going to listen to from the show, just drop in a little reminder and make sure now to head to YouTube to hear the club because I'm, I get YouTube. I always local hour. I don't know how you consume the show. I'm a local hour. I watch it while I prep my classroom because I'm West Coast. So I can I can do that before I start work. I knock it out. I watch it while I'm working. And then I primarily consume it podcast wise. And then if I have the time, I'll go back later and like I'll watch a certain bit if I feel like that would increase the value of it there. Um, how about you, Brian? I watch local hour. Sometimes I talk to the homies in the chat. Shout out to all the ones in the chat because, you know, that's a different type of uh, animal over there. And then I consume the rest of the show in podcast form when I'm able to. But I ideally prefer the YouTube because it's just a better mm-hmm. format being able to get everything um, 
you know, visually, it kind of makes everything pop. The jokes pop. All the non-verbal communications that you miss when you're talking about the audio. And honestly, all them ads, I'm tired of the ads. Like, the, the ads is a lot. Like, whatever happened to podcast being a form of media where you didn't have these Are you saying the podcast has too many ads? The podcast on Spotify has too many ads. I, it's real. I, I haven't thought. They have, like, only two ad breaks too many that's ads. too many too too many i feel like if you're i agree with you like if i have the time like the best way to consume the levitard show is watching it and you know that was obviously one of the things that i appreciated when i made the club because i had to watch it to pull mm. video and stuff like it it does make it so much better because you see the looks that people give each other and so having that aspect of seeing how you have, you know how you react to what people say, but seeing mm -hmm. how other people from the show react to that just makes it that much better. So it is the best like experience, but I don't always have the time to watch it. And you know me, you know how I'd be. I'm the, I'm the, also the Dan Levitard show fastest listener. I'm listening to this thing. It speeds. If I'm taking it easy, I'm at 2.5. So, well, when I'm taking it easy, I'm often taking it easy with a Miller Lite by my mm. side. Preach. If you don't know, Miller Lite in cahoots with the Dan Levitar show Shh. is currently having a sweepstakes where they're getting a fan and three of their guests down to Miami for a game watch party and being able to sit, on, sit in on the show. Obviously, we know who's gonna win. We know who's gonna win, but with that being said, what would that look like for you, Nathan? Who you bring in? What's like if you were sitting in on the show? Like, it, what's your goal there? Sit down and shut up. Like, just like give me a breakdown of what your game plan would look like. <clears throat> uh, I mean, first off, I would of course bring cousin B. Hey. So you know, you can you can count yourself among that, and then nice. I don't know if people remember this guy. Like, I would probably reach out to Ty. He used to host this uh, podcast. I probably remember Ty. Yeah, yeah, Ty. Right. I, hi, Ty. How you doing? Huh? Hey, Ty. Probably, probably would check and see if he would want to want to come, and I would just bask in that experience, Brian. I I would come with obviously trying to name drop our show and mention that. <laughs> as well but i'm i'm not gonna come and like have any agenda to like dominate i'll 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 sit and like know my place like you're shaking your head there brian like are you no, coming in trying to you're gonna like i'm coming oh. like it's <laughs> sunday night at the stew god's house listen i'm coming oh in my. to let them know hey, that there is there's so many corners that they're missing and i'm letting them know out the gate someone is losing a job that taping what and guess what i'm taking it taking so i don't know who you is Brian. i don't know what's going on but your boy b green cousin b is coming in the show they're not gonna they're not gonna pick us bro they're not gonna, they're gonna be like this dude's coming for our jobs we can't pick or can't pick or or someone notoriously doesn't like the idea of firing people so maybe he just has to have you know someone come in and get that i'm just saying so maybe just like you like hey listen guys he's right we got to get rid of one of y'all and y'all argue amongst yourselves and whoever gets chosen. Hey, get out of here. Cause cousin B's taking your spot. I'm telling you, son, they, they, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I mean, we know 
Ah, man, I've been looking back at shorts. I say I mean a lot trying to trying to cut down on that. Brian, you're very talented, sir. I just don't know if it's the right tact to say you're going to come in <laughs> for putting a contest to take somebody's job. If you want something, yeah, you get true. after it. Yeah. You just got to take it. No one's going to give it to you. When you see people. that softball being just engorged and growing larger as it gets closer towards Huge. the strike zone, you just have to attack it. Big old meat you just softball. have to treat that softball like we treat softballs. That's right. Here, and I think on the fan Levitar show, I think we've got some people we need to cool down. If you've been looking at the sports world, we got to cool some people down. So let's do it. We're jumping into some, uh, a softball segment here. The podcast where me and cousin B tackle the hardest or softest. We tackle the softest sports topics in the hardest way, or we tackle the hardest sports topics with the softest takes or. We tackle the hardest, softest sports topics the hardest way. We right now and cool me down. I think we need, there's a couple people that are a little hard that need to get soft. There's a lot of people who are hype that need to be cooled down. Who's going so Nathan, first, Brian, me, you, Nathan, I am. Of course. We got to talk about the, we got to talk about the, the, the rumble in the jungle. Okay. The, the bro ham in the Oakland. Listen, I need you to calm down. The people who are reacting to Draymond's rear naked choke on the big baguette himself, Rudy Gobert, in the skirmish in the Bay. Listen, folks, there was a fight last night. And first off, yeah, let's all of us calm down. Um, Because there was some people, Brian, I made a short about this, and people are the one person that did comment was like, they've got a history. And I was like, bro, calm down. There's no history that Rudy Gobert and Draymond Green have that justifies how Draymond Green went into that fight. I'm with Team Juju. That was thuggery. But but calm down all the people defending Draymond Green. Like, settle down. It was totally uncalled for. Not needed. Rudy Gobert clearly went in, not aggressively, put his arms around clay to break up the fight and here comes draymond green with this big old huge choke and you could see rudy gobert being like what's happening what's why is he doing this put his hands up even had this expression of like what is happening so all these people calm down draymond green this is another mistake he's probably gonna i mean actually i don't think he's potting anymore because he's working on that team community maybe he needs to work a little bit on himself so everybody calm down and draymond Let's calm down too, all right? Don't leave. Let Rudy be Rudy. Rudy's Soft. gonna Rudy. Soft. Yeah. Soften up a little, Soft. Dre. All right. Brian, you need to cool down the NBA in-season court designers. They gotta. They gotta be cooled down. Cool them down, Brian. Hey, NBA. In-season court designers. Usa for a second. Relax. Listen to my voice. 
I know you may think that currently, outside of Draymond, you're public enemy number one when it comes to the ire of the NBA fans. But listen to me when I tell you this. There are some people who like these courts. There are some. There may be even dozens. I'm one of them. I absolutely love and adore these new courts. Are some of them bad? Are some of them worse than others? Are some of them fantastic and they all aren't fans? Yes, yes, obviously that's everything, right? But for the most part, I admire your effort, your ability to try to attempt something new. Because you got to remember, this industry is full of a bunch of old, stale farts who don't like change, but they get tired of growing with the same old product. You, you can't satisfy them. You can't satisfy the ability to be scanning the TV and you see a court and immediately know this is an important game. You know why? Because this is an in-season tournament game. You know how I know that? Because the court is telling me it is. Not the play, but the court is telling me it is. So cool down because guess what? There's some people who are rooting for you. Namaste. I, I, That's I, why it's it was my it was mine. You can't but, say anything, Nathan. No, 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 no. Sometimes there's sometimes there's a no, little back and forth. What, what courts no, do you no. like? Just tell me what courts do you like, Brian? I am particularly fond of the Golden State Court. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I am particularly fond of the mist adjusted aligned Denver Nuggets court. I know they had the little snafu with the three-point line, but they got that fixed. Mm -hmm. I like some of the courts. Some of the courts are not. It's different. The Galaxy, sure. Some of the courts are nice. It is different. The New Orleans Pelicans court, did you see that one? The green, the lime green, and the purple. Although, if those were a pair of athletic shorts, I would totally rock those and down with those color schemes. But do I want it as an entire basketball court? No one cares what you want. You know why? (laughs) Because you are old. You need to calm yourself down. Who's older? You or me? What? Yeah, but I'm not old in the mind. I'm willing to accept new thoughts and new ideas, even if they don't work. I'm willing to accept them because that's how we grow and that's how we change. And this is what you need to cool down. No, hold Nathan. on, Brian. There's Nathan, one last thing on these courts. One last thing on these courts. The paint, there's too much paint. It has to be bad for the environment. Um, please make this a climate fact of the day. Something about the paint. Okay. Nathan. I'm calm. Cool down. Kawhi Leonard and the rest of Clipper Nation who are absolutely in arms and they're up in them. They're not just in arms, they're up in them arms. They're up in arms about the atrocious start with the James Harden experiment. Hey, Clipper Nation. I get it. You guys are upset. You thought you had some rings going on on like three seasons ago you probably thought look at us rings are coming our way and now you're getting you're starting to get upset because things are starting to get ridiculous you still got Kawhi 
you still got playoff P, which by the way, if you saw his game-winning shot the other night, you know he's already in playoff form. So you can feel good about that. You got Westbrook now. You got Harden. These things, these super teams, it takes a while to gel. We all know this. It took the Heat a while to gel. They didn't win right away. Give this some time to gel, okay? And in the meantime, just if you see James out and about, hand him a water bottle or two. Help him stay hydrated. Do your part. All right, Clipper Nation? Let it gel. Give it time. Good, good job. I like that. Thanks, Brian. Brian, your cool me down is you gotta you gotta cool down people calling for Zach Wilson to be benched. There you go. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right, all right, all right, folks. Once again, namaste. Namaste. Now I'ma stay quiet, calm, and reserved. Zach Wilson has done already way more than you ever thought was possible. He's kept this team afloat. He's beat the Bills. He's beat the Patriots. He's built he's beat some teams that are worth noting. He's also gave you hope in making you believe in you know what? Aaron is looking good. And if we're just close to a wild card spot, we may have a chance to salvage this thing here. Don't turn on him now. The team loves him. Robert Sala has nothing but great things to say about him. And y'all all just need to cool down. Embrace Zach. Because guess what? It can get a whole lot worse. Mm. Now, Nathan, speaking of getting worse, the Diggs brothers had a loud discourse towards how things are currently going in Buffalo after their recent loss to the Broncos. Can you cool down Bill's Mafia, Stefan and Trayvon specifically, and what's going on with the Bill's Brass and maybe a feud with Josh Allen? I sure can, Brian. Hey, Trey, Trayvon, Stefan. Let's, let's take it down a notch or two. Trayvon, I see you. You love your brother, right? You just want what's best for him. I see you out there tweeting stuff. I saw you tweeting, hey, Josh Allen didn't pop off until my bro got there, right? Well, you know what? I went back through Stefan's stats, and you could say he didn't really pop off until he got with Josh, too. You know, he had a, he had a couple thousand yard seasons, but no, no world beater thousand yard seasons. I think highest he had was maybe 1100 yards. That's good. That's good. It's not great. Josh Allen took Stefan to another level too. I think you need to calm down because the grass ain't always greener on the other side. Just ask Devonte Adams right now, who's stuck in no man's land with the Raiders taking passes from who are the Coglin or I can't even remember his name. Coglin, Coughlin, Conklin, McGoggolin. Isn't it Aiden? Aiden Conklin. Is it 
I don't, I don't even know. Aiden McConnell. Aiden McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. See, Mitch, he doesn't Mitch want McConnell. that. He wants. Mitch McConnell doesn't want that. He doesn't want Buffalo to stay together. He doesn't want that. So calm down, because you could end up. I mean, who, what contender is gonna take you? You could end up on some garbage team with some garbage quarterback throwing you balls. You know, at least you stay with Josh. He's gonna get you those stats. I mean, I can't think of another contender that really, really needs a wide receiver that would take you. So maybe, oops, actually, I did, Brian, just think of a team, but I'm not going to say it because I, I don't want it to come into there. There could be a team that could need them. But hey, just, just calm down, Stefan. Grass isn't always greener. Brian? Da Dallas. <clears throat> Dallas, they got C.D. Lamb. I could think of it a whole other. Come on, think think a little bit more, Brian. I just go to the place where your brother already is. Oh yeah, go to like, that's what you that's what you want, biased. But I'm not gonna say it because Biden. You say Biden? <laughs> Actually, I will say it. You know what? Never mind, Stefan. You do need to Chargers. make a big, huge mess. Stay all hyped Chiefs? up. Get all the Chiefs. That's right. <gasps> Could you imagine Patty Mahomes? He's got Jack Squat besides Kelsey right now. You could reinvigorate Kelsey's career. You could catch a little bit of that swift breeze. Bro, Trayvon, keep tweeting. You guys need to get hyped up and actually get yourselves up out of Buffalo because I see Kansas City is prime real estate and they need a wide receiver. When you said swift breeze, did you mean like Taylor Swift's breeze That's or right. the Swift breeze that I meant the Taylor the Swift... Swift breeze, Brian. That's okay. What I, Cause that's I, what I thought you were referring to the Patrick Mahomes briefs that he wears repeatedly <laughs> and fails to wash. If he's having a good game. Did you hear about that? I did not hear about this. He needs to cool himself down and washes that's his right. draws. That's nasty. That's nasty. There's a little mini cool me down. Brian, you got a little, uh, cool me down coming your way. You got to cool down. All these people saying Bill Belichick should be zapped as head coach. You know, we start every session with a namaste. Mm -hmm. Now, Bill has done things for not only Massachusetts, but the entirety of New England that can't be measured in any other form other than saying you're cemented. You know what you do with cement? You leave it where the hell it is. Oh, nice. It's easy. It's easy. Listen, it's easy. It's very easy to get so enamored with the idea that, hey, we should always be winning, but allow me to cool y'all down. That's not the case. Y'all had a historic run, a historic run. When I say historic, I'm not saying it because everything's historic. I'm saying it because I mean it. Dating back to when y'all threatened to come to my hometown of Hartford, Connecticut, just to get some more money from Massachusetts. I hated y'all because of that. Y'all broke my heart. I was gonna have a hometown team, but instead y'all took that money, stayed in Foxborough, and then rattled off this many Super Bowl rings. Like that's a lot. That's more than some friend. You guys have lost more Super Bowls than most teams have even appeared in. 
The grass isn't always greener, as my man Nate had said. Yeah, okay, guess what? No Bill Belichick? I did Then whom? Then whom? Hmm? New England ain't a hot destination. No one wants to just go up to Foxborough. Great point. What's going, what are you drawing in there? What, what are you, what are you, who are you, who are you, who are you going like this to? If yeah. you guys are doing this to an Hall of Fame coach, Hall of Fame, he would be in that other tier, the tier that Dion said he wants to put in the Hall of Fame where there's like another flight where like, hey, these guys are special, special. He would be up there. So special. And y'all treating him like this. If I'm a coach, why the hell would I want to deal with y'all? Y'all need to relax. Y'all need to calm and cool yourself down. And that was another session of Cool Me Down. Remember, folks, mm. nothing is ever worth it to get hyped up over if inevitably you're just going to need to cool down. Namaste. Unless, Brian, you need to get hyped for the upcoming week of football, which is what the Fan Levitard Show does in our Thursday pregame special, which, by the way, Billy Gill, God bless football, is welcome to take any of these intellectual rights or these intellectual properties that we have created as long as you hire my boy B Green or have him win the competition that that's stipulations. You can just hire me. That way no one has to lose their job because they're yeah. looked at like they're not good enough. So you can hire me and then, I mean, I, I don't know how you're seeing it, but Nate needs a gig too. Can't teach these kids like, forever. Fuck, like them kids, them kids don't need to be taught. Like at, at, at some time they had to teach themselves. Yeah. Grow up. Grow up. So Thursday pregame is something where we want to make sure y'all start y'all football week right, baby, where y'all get it the best way you know how. And that's mm -hmm. to start strong. That's to start with, I don't know, like, like a little buzz. Nate, you got a buzz? That's right, Brian. A brand new segment called Let's Get Buzzed. Hey, NFL fans, do you know the buzz around the league? Let's find out. I'm drinking. By the way, I also want to let you guys know there are live bees using this. So if you are allergic to uh, bees, we recommend that you fast forward and skip this segment. This is the part of the pregame where we get buzzed, Brian, and I bring up what are people talking about around the league? What's the buzz? What's the buzz? Brian, here is... My first thing, and this one, it's its quiet. It's just a whisper. People are just starting to say it. It's its a question, Brian. People are talking and they're thinking, is, is the Cowboys, is the, I actually, I don't know if my microphone can pick me up. So is the Cowboys starting running back position cursed? That's what I'm hearing people say around the league, Brian. Yeah, because Tony Pollard looked like a, starting running back last season now he gets the gig and not so much and no Rico. you guys are just all wrong you guys are wrong all y'all are wrong that's all the buzz i'm hearing all Brian. of y'all sat there and said you need to get zeke out of there get zeke out of there tony needs the bell cow he needs to be the bell cow and then what happens when he gets it huh 
Hum, hum, curse. Not much. Ah, no tutties. Ah. Zeke was the best running back in the league next to Derrick Henry for his whole career until he went to New England. Hmm. That's the buzz I'm hearing. People are wondering if it's cursed, and possibly I think Emmitt Smith might be putting a voodoo hex on starting running backs to cement his legacy there. He doesn't want anyone to even come close to overtaking or talking about him. So I say look no further than Emmitt Smith. Brian, now this one's a little bit louder here. The buzz, it's starting to grow. I'm hearing some people think this and say this, and some people around the league, Brian, are saying the Chiefs won't repeat as Super Bowl champions. And I know what you're thinking. Are they blaming Taylor Swift? No. Taylor Swift doesn't have anything to do with this. They just don't have enough offense, quite frankly. This is a classic, let's see how much we can get Patrick or how little we can win with Patrick Mahomes and see how much he can elevate things. This is a classic, let's see how much he can elevate it. And they're going to find out that he can't get it done is what people around the league, they're starting to talk about. That's what I'm hearing that. Talk about what? He did this last season and what happened what happened what happened chiefs kingdom is what happened chiefs kingdom is what happened i'm the buzz is getting louder though brian and now people here's another one that people are talking about and this one it's getting even louder people are talking about the browns versus steelers marquee matchup of week 11 it's the one that everyone isn't sure how it happened and no one wants to watch it the week the they're talking about it, Brian. Monday, they're like, Monday, how did this happen? They're Monday both night six football. and three. Monday night football. We have a Super Bowl repeat. Monday night football. And you're talking about the Steelers? And the That's Browns? the buzz I'm hearing around the league, Brian. Yep, that's the buzz. I, maybe the buzz about that Monday night matchup is that the Eagles are going to roll the Chiefs. Look, look out. Here's, here's my next buzz, Brian. And that's it. This one's people are starting to shout this, Brian. They're starting to say something's got to change in Buffalo. That's what people are saying, Brian. They're shouting it. They're getting loud. It, it's hard to watch anything without people talking about what is going on in Buffalo. Something's got to change. Ken Dorsey is out. Who's going to fix Josh Allen? Does he need to be fixed? Is he talented enough? The people are buzzing about Buffalo and what went wrong and what to do to fix it. I agree with that one. Mm -hmm. And the last one, Brian, it's so loud you can't, you turn on any sports podcast, ESPN, you just hear this all the time, Brian, and that is that CJ Stroud got next. That's what I keep hearing everybody say. He's the next generational quarterback. The Panthers are kicking themselves, and the Texans should be just looking forward to the next decade of dubs. That's what the league's buzzing about. CJ Stroud's got next. There's been plenty of rookie quarterbacks that have had amazing first years, and then we didn't hear about them again. Okay? Oh my gosh, there's oh, a B. Shoot. It's like, like, I'm telling you, y'all need to relax, because what you're going to do is you're going to get some of that Emmett Smith voodoo hex, and you're going to put a jinx on this boy. Let him play. Let him cook. Let him do what he needs to do, because I personally think the C and CJ stands for can, but y'all can mess this up, because the J could stand for jinx, and you don't want to be the one to do that to that boy. Oh, man, so many views, Brian. And that has been Let's Get Buzz. You know what I like about bees, Nate? What do you like about bees, Brian? I like when they're stacked back to back mm. to back, followed by a W. 
because right now we got B B B W's. All right, this is Brian's big board of winners. Okay. Brian's big big beautiful winners. Brian's big big beautiful winners. That's good. This is Brian's big beautiful winners. I said my own segment wrong, but it's cool because guess what? It's all the same. Out the gate last week we went four and one. Listen, mm-hmm. even with the eighty percent, I'm still by far Golden the most goose. accurate NFL predictor on planet Earth. And let's be honest, if it wasn't for CJ Canton, Canton Stroud, yeah. Just saying. You just, just didn't saying. hear that so buzz around it, all right, yet, Brian. But now, Game now one. you know. Mm, ah, that's good. Game one. We got Commanders over the Giants. Listen, mm. this is going to be a nasty, gross, absolutely filthy game Yuck. where let's 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 just call it what it is. Mm. It's going to be one of those where we're like, damn, who is really watching this? But mm. in a game where you got the guy whose mama still makes his bed. Versus Sam Howell and Mike Bianami, who we might need to be start looking at, is maybe he has something to do with the Chiefs. Mm, just saying. Mm, sound like a B. Yeah. I got the Reds. Mm. I got the Commanders. Whoa. Brian, don't bring relax. that buzz around here. I got the Commanders over the Giants. Next on this slate of games. Y'all know how I do. Oh, I did it last time. Do. I'm going to do it again. Winners. That's that's all. That's all we do. That's all you do. We got the Cowboys over the Panthers once again. That is a Black Panther fist and a foot. I can't draw a cat. Mm. I can't. <laughs> it looked like a foot. <laughs> it looked like a foot. We got the Cowboys. Listen, that's honestly, the Achilles tendon, folks. <laughs> uh, the Panthers are averaging fourteen and a half points per game. That's not enough to do anything to the Cowboys. Look for this to be a game similar to the Jets game where the Cowboys come out. And just demolish them on the defensive end where the offense doesn't really got to do much. Look for some Trey Lance. Look for okay. some Trey Lance. Look for some Trey Lance. Okay. Another easy one, because listen, I like to start y'all with something easy. That's how you build yeah. a parlay, right? Exactly. That's how we you build a get parlay. Those, you got to get those gimmies in there. Oh, that's good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Gimmies. You need those gimmies. Speaking of gimmies, this is where things get a little bit more tough. Because I want y'all to know that I'm not just, I'm not just sitting here selling out and giving y'all the easy joints. Anyone no, could do sir. that with only five picks. Nah, your boy B Green, cousin B, I'm out here giving you the hard ones. And that's the Bills over the Jets. Now, let me tell you this. Mm. It's crazy that we're at a point where I'm saying this is a hard pick. But remember, that's good. the Bills lost to the Jets earlier this season. All right? And I, the Bills were actually that. healthy at that point. But look for Josh Allen to come out to prove all the naysayers wrong. Wrong from the standpoint of it's not his fault. It was Dorsey's fault. I see them winning a close game, but nonetheless still winning over the Jets and getting that get back. Sorry, Zach Wilson. But unfortunately, you're going to have to lose, player. This next game. I, now, I think it's this, a blowout, Brian. That's what I think. Okay, well, you get Nathan's <laughs> nautical. Yeah, you get your you get your NNNs, and we can get we can talk about that. But until then, relax. Um Right now we got we're gonna we're gonna go a little bit to the West Coast. Okay. Okay. A little to the West Coast. We're gonna we gonna do something where we're gonna talk about a team that sneakily won their last three out of their last four, coming off the best game this season, 
Geno Smith. I got the Seahawks over the Rams. That's a C, and that's supposed to be a hawk, but it kind of looked like a multi-legged penis. And that's a Ram truck. That's good. A hawk. What the? (laughs) Listen to me. The Seahawks, Geno Smith is playing some really good ball. The Rams... Listen, we don't know what's going on with Stafford's UCL injury, but I don't see them. It's just crazy how we went so far from picking Nukoa being just the, the second coming of Cooper Cup. And then now it's like, what's happening to them? I see the Seahawks rolling over the Rams by a double digit win. All right. And I told y'all, I told y'all, that's good. I told y'all. I'm not giving y'all the easy picks. I'm here to no, give y'all, sir. and I always end. This is always this, is this is Brian's BBBW. Best, big, beautiful winner. Okay. And that is, you know it, uh-huh. that Monday night game. Ooh, yeah. People are going to want to know yeah. who's winning that, Brian. Give it to them. I'm ready. We got the Chiefs That's good. over oh, the Eagles. Okay. Now, okay. let me explain this a bit. This is a white guy. Mm. When white guys talk to people, especially people of different colors, they say, hi, chief. That's him. That is factually accurate, Brian. I can support that. Well done. This is a turd because that is bullshit, and that is the Eagles. Mm. The Chiefs are going to dog walk the Philadelphia Eagles. You are going to be questioning your power rankings at the end of Monday night's game because guess what? Jalen Hurts. Not been playing too well as of late. I know they've been winning, but have they been winning because of him or in spite of him? (sighs) And that's Brian's BBWs, week 11. Let's get some money. That's good. Mm. Well done, Brian. I mean, four and one off to just a great start there. If If you're listening, I mean, I put some money down on that, you know? Four and one. That's I am. Mm-hmm. Brian DraftKings. No, no. Say it all my name. Say all of it. Say all of it. Brian's big, beautiful winners. Brian's big board yeah. of beautiful winners. Brian's big board of. It's a little board, but it's big in heart. It's big in spirit. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, this has been another episode. Uh, end with a. Uh, Maybe a, a couple shout outs. Shout out to uh, Fuentes for bringing back magic created content. And Fuentes, if you ever want to come on the pod, you said you could be a voice actor. We got one right here. Coach hey. you up. You can coach him up, Brian. Shout out Fuentes, though, bringing that back. Salute to you, sir. Shout out to the Joe Rose sound. Been loving them playing that sound a lot. A lot, a lot. A lot. Yeah, yeah. Think that means we're done because I can't speak anymore. This has been another episode of the Fan Levitar Show. You got anybody you want to shout out, Brian? I want to shout out all the fans out there, all the fans of the fans, all the mm-hmm. fans of the fans of the fans of the fans, Fan all fans. the family and fans. Because oh. guess what? Without y'all, a lot of us wouldn't have the mustard energy to do this. And not mustard as in the condiment, but M U S T E R, like muster the energy to do. Yeah. Listen, I get you. Go, go, go bet some money. Go get some money. And remember, the grass ain't always greener. Yeah. Peace out. <laughs>